Hi, everyone. It's Chris Phillips, Head of Corporate Communications and PR at Viasat. I'm sitting here with Don Butchman, and we're ready to kick off the Commercial Aviation Podcast Series on Digital Transformation. This is exciting. This is exciting. Um, For those of you who don't know Don, and that really probably is just a few, he's the Vice President and General Manager of Viasat's Commercial Aviation Business. And Don, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Chris, for doing this. Thanks for hosting (laughs) us, and let's see how this goes. I promise this will be fun promise. Okay, so you've been busy these last few years. There's no doubt about it. You've been disrupting the in-flight connectivity market. So it's really great to sit down and chat and just discuss like what digital transformation is in this whole in-flight connectivity market. Um, one thing that we wanted to do was really focus on a recent white paper that Viasat completed on Wi-Fi in the sky becoming the norm. The paper noted that 82 airlines today offer in-flight connectivity, so I definitely want to explore the types of Wi-Fi and business models offered today. And in addition to that, let's also talk about the benefits to the airlines, to the passengers, to you know the ISPs. And finally, it would be great to just wrap on what airlines need to consider when reviewing the market, everything from technology to experiences, vision, you know, the whole the whole shebang, because we all know that all Wi-Fi is not created equal. So we've got a lot to cover off in 15 minutes. All right. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay, let's just jump in. Okay, so the first question, this is a big one. Why is in-flight Wi-Fi different from carrier to carrier on the airline side and then from ISP to ISP? Yeah, it's really, that sort of kind of goes back to the core. What are you you delivering with in-flight Wi-Fi? Is it, are you delivering antenna? Are you delivering a modem? You're actually delivering an experience. And what makes up that experience is how much capacity do you have? And so what really varies from carrier to carrier and ISP to ISP as they select them is the technology and the infrastructure they're basically basing their Wi-Fi system on. At Viasat, our carriers are enjoying the highest quality that they can have. And what that is is just our structural advantage. We've basically built satellites purposely built for the Internet. So what's the Internet? The Internet is not just text messages and web browsing. It's what you do on the ground, right? And that's what we see in the air. And so as you kind of go, it's really hard to believe. I mean, I look at Twitter a lot, and I just I see people on JetBlue and Qantas going, how come I get this for free and I have to pay $30, $40 on another airline and it doesn't even work? And this free one, I can do streaming. So that's like a really stark contrast of what you're seeing from airline to airline, ISP to ISP. Okay. So you mentioned on the ground, and more and more today's passengers just don't expect connectivity in the air. They expect the experience to mirror what they're getting on the ground. And are we at that point yet? I think we are. I mean, that's what we're showing today. So we're in flight, and that's what is really backed up by what people say. I just sort of, I don't, I don't say it. It's just people, I listen to what they say. This is just like on the ground. We do all these flights. We look at Twitter. Everyone says, wow, that actually is sometimes even better. Like, we'll often see tweets and say, well, that was better than my home cable. Hmm. Like, how can I get this in my house? And it's like, and they're doing it at 30,000 feet going 500 miles per hour. So it's fantastic. It's there. It's today. The customer no longer has to think, of the Wi-Fi, the old, they got used to that it's expensive and slow. It's actually is, there's a real Wi-Fi out there and it works. Super cool. Um, so you mentioned that in the old times it was like expensive. So are we moving towards a free model? So, you know, I love this example, right? Customer walks into a coffee shop and they expect two things, right? They expect coffee and they expect free Wi-Fi. Are we getting to a point where passengers will expect a safe flight and a fully connected aircraft with their connected experience totally free. That's what we're making. That's our aim, right? So each airline's going to have their own way of implementing Wi-Fi. You know, each airline has its own business model. 
But right now, there's two airlines out there in the world that we know of that are our customers that are offering for free, and they're offering the full free internet, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, people walk on, and they just stay connected. Now they're planning their day around it. It used to be that was my time to be disconnected. Now it's actually my time to be connected. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. So uh, how are we making it free? Well, that's the, again, kind of goes back to the, the structural, secret the secret sauce. I can't tell you that. <laughs> It's actually what Viaset brings. I mean, it's really this new, when you have an advantage like we do with our satellites, right? We invested a lot into basically bringing real capacity at the best economics to the market. You know, those are kind of big, heady, very structural terms. But what that what does that really mean at the end? It means a passenger can walk on. And the cost of that internet was something that was so low and the quality was so good that the airline, just like a bag of peanuts or Coke, they can buy it from a vendor and give it away for free as a, as a amenity to their passenger. And airlines more and more because of Wi-Fi is so important, choosing to do that. Okay. Um, so you've mentioned capacity a few times. Capacity clearly is driving a lot of benefits. So it's a great transition point to talk benefits. So um, just simply put, what benefits can a connected aircraft bring to the airline today? Everything, like let's talk the whole thing, right? Let's talk like cabin, cockpit, operationally on the ground. The, so, I mean, the benefits, it's, it's across the board, right? So there's, you think of sort of who's, who's the ecosystem on a plane, right? You've got, you've got the pilots and the crew, right? They want to mm-hmm. fly a safe plane. They also want to be connected, right, to the ground, right? There's often there's things they're doing looking for weather. Um, where's my next station? What's my next flight? What's the manifest? So there's a lot of benefits you can bring that often pilots have to load everything up at the gate, and then they essentially aren't getting any updates until they get back to the ground again. What if you're able to update them? So they're able to do their jobs better. Okay. And in the back of the cabin, you know, the, the crew can essentially know what's happening with the passengers and communicate any faults on the plane or communicate back to the ground um, in real time. So you get a lot of just benefits from the, pa- from the crew being connected to do their jobs better and make their jobs easier. You get the passenger, right? The airline, you know, they're in business to transport uh, me and you, folks like us, mm-hmm. to point A to point B. And so for the passenger, what benefits they can get. They can choose not to use Wi-Fi, right? I mean, that's, you know, they can have a respite and sort of rest. Or they can check in, right? Maybe it's following their latest sports scores. It's catching up on email. It's watching a video. It's getting with, you know, connecting with their Hulu or Netflix account, streaming audio. You get all those sort of things. You can kind of come in, get, you know, the the, the passenger can, just like the coffee shop example, Mm -hmm. can do what they want to do, right? They can drink their coffee and they can do what they're going to do. And their devices end to be an extension of what they're working on and what they're doing. Then you get the you know, the the airline themselves. You know the airline can now this this aircraft is now part of the network. It's connected, so it knows what's happening in flight. It's if there's a fault, if there's a maintenance activity, that could be in real time sent off the aircraft back to the ground. So the parts, you know, if it's a part that's not broken yet, but they have some visibility, it's going to be broken or needs wear out. They can get that done and have it ready on the ground when they get there, so they make the turn quicker. The maintenance guy can you know, get all the data off, so they can. When they get to the aircraft in the shop, they know what to go look at and what to go, what parts to go find. Now you basically then, then you can bring on from the airline as well. You know what other benefits can I bring in? You got this ecosystem you talked about, sponsorships and things along these lines. Those passengers are consumers, right? So some consumer brands may want to get their product in front of the passengers. In this day and age of the internet, you know streaming is a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm a if I'm a second or third player in a marketplace, I might want to get use that those passengers to get uh, used to my, my product. So whether it's an audio streaming service or a video or anything new, and we're seeing more and more uh, these bundles coming out, Disney, everyone's sort of getting into the disconnected, you know, the, the nonlinear TV mm-hmm. market. Yeah. And those are pretty interesting. So it's a, there's a lot of sponsorship 
opportunities, a lot of advertising opportunities. So that also brings benefits. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, I have a hard question and an easy question for you. Which one do you want first? Let's go hard one. I feel hard like one. Today. Okay. Who do you follow on Instagram? Because I know that when you're flying, you're constantly on Instagram. <laughs> that is a hard one. <laughs> I knew that. So my first follower is Dave the Bear Coat. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> and Tokyo. <laughs> and my niece, Bryn. That's awesome. Okay, well, thanks for thanks for playing on that one. <laughs> okay, so from from the easy side though, is there enough capacity to handle all of these you know different needs, right? From the cabin, cockpit, operational on the ground, and then the passenger who's already taking up so much capacity. Yeah, so in our systems there is, and I think that's one of the sort of the failure cases you've seen with previous systems and other ISPs. Like we started the conversation with, they've essentially ran out of bandwidth. There wasn't mm-hmm. enough for all these activities. So they end up having to curate the internet. Okay, you can't watch a video because that's too much. I'm going to charge a really high price so not many people get on. You can't do this, you can't do that. Crew, stay off it. And things along those lines. So you can't do it. What we did was we said, I think everyone wants to be on, so let's behind a system that can support all that. Yeah. And so what's the natural demand? Let's support the natural demand. And that's what we've, we've done. So Viasat, starting with Viasat 1, now Viasat 2, and on to Viasat 3, you know, each time, you know, what's good today is not good enough tomorrow. And so that's why we continue to increase our capacity because just the norm today is not the norm tomorrow. Fully understand. You know, you talked about business models. There's a lot out there. Can you maybe just give a high-level scope of the types of, of you know, models out there? Yeah, there's uh, so quite a bit, just like most services, there's quite a bit of business models. So, you know, each airline has a different business model, right? You have your full-service carriers, you know, mm-hmm. so basically one ticket price and you kind of get everything, food, uh, service, amenities, you know, basically a better seat. All those sort of things bundled in. It's a full service, you know, heavy on loyalty. Then you have on the one end of the spectrum is the ultra low cost. So really it's an a la carte menu. You know, so basically what I'm buying is a ticket to get from A to B. And then everything else I want on that journey, I can pay for. It's, it's at my option. So what we're seeing is on the full service carrier, so something like Wi-Fi being bundled in, right? So that's sort of the free to passenger model. So it's an amenity from the airline. The other end of it is it's a pay for play model. So basically if the passenger wants to rest, they rest. They want to pay, they can pay. And so that's, you know, it's available. It's a good internet, but they pay it for a fee. And the airline, you know, is going to resell that fee to, to their passengers. Like they do a bottle of Coke or something else in those models. Yeah. So I love the sponsorship type model, the one that JetBlue has with Amazon. Do you think that more airlines will go down that path? I think we're seeing that, right. I think it's a new marketplace. I think you're not, you're, I think there's a lot of uh, things being done around that, trying to figure it out. But I think that is a really good model. And I think JetBlue, given that it's been pretty lasting, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's. Uh, I think it's been good for all the people in the system. I mean, it's just, it's kind of gone on. They're getting, you know, like brand awareness for the Amazon in this example. They get brand awareness. They get people exposed to their product lines. They're constantly evolving their product lines. They're getting them to use Amazon services more and more. JetBlue's passengers seem to really benefit from it. So I mentioned that we'd wrap on what airlines need to consider when reviewing the market. So what do the airlines need? So I think it's a lot of what we just talked about, right? So one of the things you have to think about, what are you selling, right? Are you When you're bringing Wi-Fi to a plane and to a passenger, what is it? What's the core element? And the core element is the internet. I mean, it's the internet. But really, what does that mean, right? I want to do things I do on the ground, right? Whether I'm at home or in the coffee shop example, I'm on my mobile phone around town. And so what are those elements they need to have and can it keep up? Like you had asked about all those different services we talked about in the ecosystem. Do I have enough capacity to do that? So that's the first question is not just think about what's today's need, 
oh, I think 5% of the people might be willing to spend $30 for internet. How much capacity does that need? Okay, I'll buy that. That would be, uh, you'd solve today's problem if that was your business model, but you may not solve tomorrow's problem if every one of your airline competitors went free. And all of a sudden you went to your vendor and said, okay, uh, all the rest of my competitors went free, so give me that free option. Oh, uh, we can't do that. We don't have enough capacity. That'd be really bad, right? So yeah, really bad. As you're thinking about it, so that's one of the things is you have to have a system that's got the thing there. And it's not just capacity, it's also at what cost, right? Because if it's so much capacity, but you have to point billions of dollars of assets towards one play, that wouldn't be very economical. You couldn't afford it. So it has to be something that's within your budget, but also serves the need, which is there. That's the most fundamental thing I think you have to think of. Then it's working with a company that's really reliable. Yeah. Yeah, I think... um Trust in a partnership is always critical too, right? And so what should airlines be looking for in a trusted partnership, right? Is there is there one thing that outweighs the other? Is it technology and future-proofing, financial stability and longevity, scalability? Boy, all those are kind of intertwined, right? Yeah. I mean, so it really is. I mean, I think you really want a company that's going to be around. You know, there's been... Yeah, we're in the age of startups, right? Startups come and go, and you want to be the company that's going to really, really have a fundamental sticking power in the marketplace. And they're delivering what the, what the market wants, right? They're not just making money, but they're actually delivering a product that's being valued. And so that's one of the things we feel like we are bringing to the market is that value. But it's also reliable. You want a reliable partner. You want ones that's going to say what they mean and mean what they say. And that's everything from how do I support the airline partner? How does my equipment work? Am I helping the airline be a better airline by, by being a good partner? All those things kind of go into it. And it's, so it's, those are sort of all the, what I, those are pretty easy things like table stakes that any company should be trying to do for their customers. But when you do that with the ability to sort of be there long-term, I think you've got the secret sauce. So um, we're going to close this out with one last question. Uh-oh. Are you ready? If you were going to predict the future, Don, in commercial aviation, what will the future connected experience look like? So big, one big picture. Big picture, seamless. You don't even know you're connected because you are connected. I mean, that's really how I see it. You really, in our daily lives today, we go around, we don't think about our phones. When I went to the Starbucks, in your in your example of coffee shop, I walked in, I didn't make a conscious decision to do something. When I get in my car, I'm just connected all the time. I look at my phone, I don't look at it to get it connected. I look at it because I want information off it or my device. And on an airplane, why should we walk in and all of a sudden it's a new it's a new place? I should just pick up my phone. It's just connected, no matter if it's a takeoff, mid-flight, or landing, and just interact with it. And that device is always on, always connected, and it's just doing what I want it to do, what I need out of it. That's how I see the world kind of coming to. And what's the time frame for that? Today. <laughs> that is available today. That's one of the things we do bring. I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, it's as we've done, you know, basically our devices remember the airplane. You can be auto-connected. They can come on. You really don't have to have conscious decisions anymore. Right now, actually, our biggest problem is awareness. I mean, I think the market has had been exposed to such large amounts of bad Wi-Fi that I think they've become jaded, that it's not possible in the air. And one of my missions is to basically tell the world that has changed and it does not, that is not the norm. That is the past. That is so last year. Actually, we've been doing this for five years. So it's actually been around. And so we're basically we're on a mission, banging that pot, running around the world, telling everyone that's possible and get connected because it works. 
Well, that's super cool um, for multiple reasons. But you also set up our next podcast series, which is on debunking the myths of you know in-flight connectivity. So I have to do another you. one. You have to do oh, another boy. one. Um, Don, thanks so much for hanging with us today and being good sport answering all these questions. Awesome. I, I hope it was fun. It was fun. Thanks, okay. Chris. <laughs> cool. Thanks.